Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not making the money that you know you should be making. Or are you finding yourself in opposing patterns? One minute you're in high performance mode, and the next you feel totally drained and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this podcast is for you. I'm Brenda Johnson, and this is the Limitless Life Podcast, the place where I help entrepreneurs like you become high performers. After changing my own relationship to money and success so I could turn my passion into profit, I decided it was time to help others do the same. I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind and helping you tap into it so you can finally have the limitless life that you're supposed to have. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast, guys. Today, I have the amazing Carol Elizabeth with me. She is a self-proclaimed international sparkle spreader, which I love. This mother of three teens, she's got three teenagers, was once a couch potato, turned two-time international fitness pro and stay-at-home mom, turned successful, multi-passionate entrepreneur. She also has her own podcast called The So Much More Show, so check that out after you listen to this one. And she is obsessed with helping others shift their mind from can't to capable and living out their most powerful lives. Welcome, Carol. I'm so excited to have you here. I am so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Well, you and I met through a mutual friend and I think like the moment we started talking, we were instant soul sisters. We were just like, okay, this is, I love this. So can you give my listeners a little bit of a background um, on who you are and how you started becoming obsessed with helping people? Mm, gosh, where do I start? Yeah, well, um, I'm a 49-year-old mom of uh, three, and I'm sure we'll get into that in a bit because I feel like I'm lying when I say that age. I think that's why I keep saying it because I'm like, <laughs> I did not expect 49 to be this great. So um, I'm a 49-year-old mom, and you know, 10 years ago, I was just sitting on a couch while my three kids napped eating, uh, you know, Doritos and Eggo waffles, flipping through fitness magazines and watching whatever I could on TV, looking at people living these lives that I could laugh at, really, because um, as often happens in motherhood, I pretty much kind of lost myself. I loved being a mom. I wanted it more than anything in the in the world. But um, I remember feeling really guilty that I wasn't completely fulfilled in motherhood. So instead, I just filled my mouth with food and food substances. Um, And so then I, you know, about 10 years ago, went on a journey where I was pretty sure that happiness and worthiness would have been found in a low body fat, visible abs and a rock hard body that people just told me I look great all the time. So I went on a fitness journey. And, uh, and I got there. I got the rock hard body. I got the visible abs. I started doing fitness shows. I looked fan freaking tastic, but I was still miserable AF and lonely and lost. Um, and so that's when I really kind of started delving into personal development and not really having no idea. I was still a, a stay at home mom. I was, you know, bitching and moaning all day long about everything in in life because my I didn't know why at the time but uh, and then I found myself uh, wanting to help others really I started to understand that so many women in particular moms in particular at that point I was just entering into my 40s so women getting into their 40s were lost and lonely and they were asking me for advice and it started with advice with what to eat. It was started with like, eat some chicken, have some asparagus, don't eat a whole cake. Um, and I started a, a little, let me try a Facebook group 
when Facebook was kind of still normal. I just shared my life authentically. I wasn't trying to build a brand. I wasn't trying to get followers or have an email list or make money. I was just being me. Um, and I started a little community to help women lose weight, really. That was the journey then. Um, and that community grew and grew and grew. But what, what I started to do was more the mindset piece. I wasn't trained in it, but I just started diving deeper into, you know, what does it matter what meal plan I give you or what workouts I give you? We can get them all on the internet all day long, but like, why? Why are we feeling this way? And then I went on a personal development hoo-ha journey and uh, then I got a divorce and then I was working and that sucked because I got a job working retail for minimum wage and somebody telling me, sorry, you got to hire a babysitter because your daughter's sick. You can't go home. And I was like, F that. And uh, then I was introduced to the world of network marketing. And uh, that was so much about personal development. And so it's really just been a constant evolution of following things that feel good, stopping things that don't feel good and just leaping. Uh, so the fact that I'm even a guest on a podcast, the fact that I even have a podcast, the fact that some sort of, you know, oh, it's funny. I was about to say some <laughs> sort of things that make sense come out of my mouth and I couldn't get the words out. Isn't that funny? Uh, it's so it's I'm really obsessed now um, with just helping others in so many different realms because I wouldn't have imagined the life I'm living was possible. And so I just want to be that little, you know, um, energizer bunny, cheerleader, sparkle spreader to, uh, to others to see that, well, if Carol, who's got all of this craziness going on and, you know, all the cards against her necessarily, you know, has made it happen, then I can too. So amazing. So, so much stuff I want to talk about in there. This <laughs> always happens when we get together. Yeah. So you had started the Facebook group, you had been doing the mindset stuff with people, and then you went through the divorce, and then you had to get the job. So you said something that was really powerful in there about um, following the things that feel good to you. When you had to get the retail job, how did you take yourself out of that not feeling good feeling so you could get back to where you were supposed to be? Well, what I've, what I've realized now in the unpacking of my, like, moments in life is that I've had a, a great ability to make a decision, a quick decision, um, right or wrong, you know, based on not overthinking um, to a to a fault, right? Like when, so they all kind of happen together. The, uh, and so I think maybe I got some strength of the possibility of being alone when I surrounded myself with new people in the fitness community. And when I found myself around other friends, because when I was in my like shitty time in life, I had a pocket of amazing people that we just talked about how shitty life was. And so as I started to get around some other people that were doing more, I, maybe I had a little bit of a, a safety net. And so what I do know is that, you know, that feeling of the ability to be a stay home mom was amazing. And my kid's dad is an amazing, amazing guy. But having to, you know, justify what I spent on a pair of jeans or needing to like, you know, ask for some extra cash to get my hair done, never started to really not sit well with me. And, and so when the split happened and, and, um, you know, I remember him saying, you know, if this ends, you're going to have to get a job. And I'm like, well, I mean, whatever, like I'll do whatever. Right. And obviously you go into that mindset of you're going to take care of your kids. You'll do whatever. 
And so I did, um, I did find a job that was at least around something I was interested in. Like it was at Lululemon. So I'm like, I love Lululemon. And Lululemon is an amazing company that centers around personal development. If I actually think back to it, it was a moment in the Lululemon training where they have you literally write down your vision of your life and write down the things that you want to happen. And I, I, I have to actually, it's cool remembering this. I remember writing like, I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the manager of this location. And I can't, you know, then I'm going to be in head office working and, you know, cause that's kind of what I thought. Although I had started to be introduced to this other vehicle where I could design my own life. So I remember filling that all out for the Lulu training, handing it in, then going home and duplicating it and writing it with my real, with my truth of my other company, mm. which then ended up coming true because that felt more real. And so it felt yucky. I had to drop my kids off at early school and I cried in the car as I commuted to Toronto and fought with women of why they weren't a size two and why the spandex was freaking pilling. And I was like, this is bullshit, you know, for me, because I mean, it, you know, it, not knocking it, but I was like, there has to be another way to survive in this world. And um, so it, I just kept listening to what I know is a very strong inner gut feeling that I didn't know that then. But I was like, there's got to be another way. And then sure enough, bing, bing, the other way shows up. Mm. That's one of the most beautiful things about our subconscious mind is when we give it clear direction, which is what you actually unintentionally did by writing yeah. all of that stuff down. It helps us find exactly what we're looking for. It will bring things to us. I love that. So you are actually one of the top earners for Isogenics. Yep. And that is the other company I'm assuming you're talking about. It was a different company first. I, mm. I was introduced to the model first. That was a very interesting learning experience. Yeah, I bet. So how did you get into, who introduced you to Isogenics? Like, how did that come into your life? Because you actually just stepped on a stage as the speaker to of the opening ceremonies of yeah. the summit that they just had. So how did this all come to be? Like, it's Ugh, pretty amazing. Just, just got goosebumps. I know, so me nut, too. <laughs> so nutballs. So long story short, I was introduced to a different company at the time um, that was a, a surrounding a health and wellness product. I had had my little online community. I was already sending people to the store to buy protein. Um, and so I thought to myself, well, heck, if I can help them get this protein and I can make some cash doing that too, awesome sauce. And then if I can help some, some of these people make some cash, awesome sauce too. And I do, I believe until you prove me wrong. So, you know, other people maybe work the other way, but I believe, and I believe, and I were, was around these events. And, um, actually this last weekend, I took, uh, the, the community of people through an exercise that I had experienced overnight nine years ago at the first event I ever went to because it was a visualization. It was a, and I do now know, again, in an unpacking, my success has come from an ability to, without a doubt, clearly see everything, like feel it, taste it, touch it. And so I didn't know the stuff that you know. I didn't know how powerful it was. I just was like, okay, I see it. And so um, I spent a couple of years in that company, but uh, like the MLM model was gross. I got exhausted. There was some like smoke and mirror stuff that I was like, okay, this isn't, 
jamming with me. But in that time, I met a girl on social media when you could actually re- reply and respond to people. Um, and I had asked her to kind of take a look at what I was doing. She was really, she was starting to really vibe in the uh, fitness world and had so much knowledge and was very big in celiac. And so I messaged her and I gave her, you know, a little lowdown on the products. And it was funny because she said to me, first off, I think you should write, and this is, this is nine years ago. She said, I think you should write a book on how to not be a douchebag network marketer. And because you're the very first person that's talked about how your product line might be able to help my community, not just how much money I'm gonna make. So I like you, I like your style, so I'll take a look. I've never looked at anything before. I don't like the MLM model, but I like you. I was like, cool. She looked, she said no, because the products weren't great. They were soy, sucralose. But at that time I was in a let me just not help people be fat journey. Even I wasn't an ingredient girl. So I was like, whatever, you're such a snob. What's wrong with soy and sucralose? (laughs) (laughs) You learn, you learn. And um, so we carried on a relationship. And when I literally the day I decided to leave my other company because I was starting to understand nutrition, because I was starting to see things that didn't gel with me, um, she I decided to walk away and she called me and she said, listen, I found a company that's products um, I love and um, and I'm learning about this model and I'm seeing how it's not like an MLM and blah, blah, blah. So if you ever want to take a look. And, uh, and I decided to take a look and I was wary at first, but, um, I decided to, to, to jump and, uh, it's just been an amazing evolution. And yeah, this last weekend, it was so crazy. Brenda, it was such an out of body experience cause I had everyone close their eyes and the music came and I know you did a visualization with me and I was like, I'm channeling my Brenda. I'm in my circle. I've got Brenda in my circle. And I was watching these people cry all the things that I had visualized them doing. So I left and I was like, I just felt like I repeated what I had already literally seen happen in my subconscious. So I'm just so jazzed about what's next because that's the next comfort zone now, right? I just crashed a whole new ceiling of, well, let's see how this feels. And now I'm like, that just gave me the, like the biggest goosebumps ever. (laughs) That was awesome. And it's interesting. So let me ask you a question, which might seem weird. So when you're visualizing your future or your present, actually, because what what you guys need to understand is when we're visualizing, subconscious doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So when you're visualizing, you're actually visualizing as though you already have it. So for you, when you were visualizing, do you visualize in third person? Do you see yourself outside of your body or do you visualize as first person? I see myself outside of my body. Amazing. So you just like watch everything kind of unfold. That's how the speech came to me this weekend is that I was going to have to say no because of something with my daughter. And I went to bed and at about an hour after being asleep, I started watching myself I watched myself take center stage and I listened to the words of my speech, which are, I need you to hear me say this, you are enough right now. And I, then I kept dreaming and more came and I got up and I wrote it in my speech or in my office. And so I, I kept saying to everybody this last weekend, I didn't write the speech. I never sat down and went, hmm, what will I say to these amazing thousands of people to help them, blah, blah, blah. It literally was, it just 
And so I saw myself, I saw the music, I saw, I even saw what I was wearing. Oh my God, I just realized it. I saw what I was wearing and I didn't ever go to get that. And the way I freaking found the outfit for me to wear was so redonkulous that it should never have happened. And I just realized it was the effing outfit that I freaking saw. Wow! <laughs> I love that. That's so amazing. I know. See, now you're having all these aha moments. You're like, oh, interesting. No, like that's, that's, it's all crazy. But... Yeah, it right? But what was happening, and I love the way you explain that, is really you were just having a download. Like everything just got downloaded to you. And the other thing that a lot of people don't realize is that our subconscious minds know all of the answers, it knows everything and we can tap into that. And you did it again, without even knowing you set the intention before you went to bed and your subconscious literally pulled up those files. And it was like, this is what we're going to do. This is how you're going to do it. This is how it's all going to work out. But I was going to say no, like that's the crazy part. I was going to tell the woman no. And I, she gave me a couple days and I started thinking, okay, it's too hard. I got to fly out at midnight. My daughter's the leader in her performance. It's going to be too much. I got to be like mom first. Like there'll be another chance for me, you know, to open another. But then I was like, well, will there? And then I was like, yes, I was like coaching myself <laughs> through, but I was going to say no. So I almost felt like my subconscious allowed me to go through the experience in case I wasn't ever going to actually do it from stage because mm -hmm. it felt like I did it. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. think do you think there was a little piece of you that was trying to look for reasons why you couldn't step on that stage? For sure, probably for sure. For sure. Isn't that crazy how our mind works? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm so happy that you actually did step on the stage because that's pretty amazing. <laughs> so cool. I wanna and I'm sure you run into this too. Um I find that a lot of people who are older, and by older, I mean like late 30s and their 40s, they keep themselves stuck. They they choose to keep themselves stuck. And to be fair, I did too for many years. So mm -hmm. full transparency. <laughs> yeah, you're raising your hand too. Like we, we all do it. Why do you think people are afraid to make the changes as they get older. The thing that I hear a lot is, well, I'm, I'm too old. Mm -hmm. Come on now. <laughs> Why do you think that is that people are choosing to keep themselves stuck other than pure fear? But yeah, you know what I think it is. And it's, it's funny later today, I've got an amazing mentor of mine that I'm interviewing on my podcast. And, and this is what he said. Cause I, I kept thinking, like, I keep saying, I don't understand. Like, you're not happy with your health, like change it. You're not happy with your career, change it. You're not happy with your relationship, change it. And I kept like, why, why? And he said um, uh, that truly what ends up happening is the, the fear of the change, whether it's leaving a job and having your family tell you you're crazy, whether it's you know, go on a health journey and having people say like, oh, you're never going to drink again or what's wrong with a piece of cake or whatever it is. The fear of that change and ridicule from others for changing is greater than the fear of this being your life for the rest of the time. And so they stay stuck because it's comfortable, even though it sucks, because the concept of change is just too overwhelming and they don't and they'd rather be miserable. They wouldn't rather be, but it's just easier. It's easier to stay there 
then even take one tiny step. And that's all it is. Like you and I both know, like this yeah. is, this is a 10 year journey to, to what's happening in my life now. And it's all just little tiny steps. And it makes me sad. Like that's why I started my podcast. I'm just sad. I'm sad of women being stuck. I'm sad of women not thinking they can do things. I'm sad of women not thinking that they're enough, that they have to be this size, this shape, this age, this blah, this polish, this, like, I'm just sad. I'm sad. I just want to, like, get in all of their heads and, like, shake them. <laughs> so funny that you said that. I said that to somebody the other day. I'm like, I just want to grab people. And I just want to shake them until they realize. Life is not meant to be hard. Making money is not meant to be hard. We're, we make it hard. And you actually said something um, just now and also a while ago. When you were sitting on the couch and you were eating the chips, you were surrounding yourself with people and bonding over all of the shit in life that wasn't going right. And mm. that is one of the things that happens. Human beings bond over the negative because it's so much easier. Oh, your life is shit? Well, my life is way more shitty. And then we just go and go and go because drama and pain, we're addicted to it on many levels and we don't mm. even realize it. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, well, you and I will just be walking around shaking people. <laughs> That'll be our retreat. It's going to shake you. Come to you. the Fierce Over 40 retreat. We'll shake you. Wear comfortable clothes and a neck brace. <laughs> we will shake the shit out of you, literally. That's part of my my thing is I want to shift your shit. Like, I just want to shift your shit. It's shit. It's bullshit. Oh, 100% is bullshit. That's why I always tell people, I'm like, you just have a lot of mind shit in there. We just have to, like, clear it out. Yeah. Like, that voice inside of you that tells you you're not good enough that you're an idiot, that if you launch that program and nobody signs up, look, I just proved you're a failure. That voice can be changed. Mm -hmm. That's like, and I know you're the same. That's why we're so passionate about this because like, honestly, I've been stuck. You don't need to be there. You have everything you need right inside of you to create the amazing life that you want. It's so painfully simple. That's the problem. And the problem is it has everything to do with us. Oh, 100%. That's the problem. Like we can't, we blame the husband. We blame the kids. We blame the job. We blame the area. We blame our parents. We blame the this. And um, a woman on my podcast, you're going to freaking love her. Actually, you should interview her, Lauren Zander. She wrote a book called Maybe It's You. And she's so bold and so blank. And she's like, it's, it's you. It's all you. But like, that's like, own it. Stop blaming everybody else for whatever's happening in your life and just start making it happen. And that's the problem, because what's easy to do is easy to not do. And that you're telling me, because I used to make fun of every person that says all of the things I say now. Me too. <laughs> yeah, like, sure, just change your mindset. That sounds fabulous. <laughs> Life's getting fucking mad. And, uh, but it's not true. So I just think the more of us are out there screaming it from the rooftops, you know, somebody's going to need to hear it four million times. And the four million and one time is when they decide, okay, well, you know what, let me just try it. And then life changes. And then they'll join our little bandwagon of shaking people. <laughs> well, it's so funny that you say that too, because when I was going through the shit pile, I remember I would go see like T. Harvecker. I would like look up Les Brown. I would be reading and studying all of these uh, personal development people. And I remember thinking, well, this is stupid. They're all just saying the same thing. Yeah, there's a reason why. <laughs> like, there's a reason. Did you ever go through um, 
thinking, wow, this actually is really easy. Like it can't be this easy. Cause I know with me, as I started to shift things, I was like, this is, this is easy. This, this, what is happening? This can't actually be this easy. Yeah. And then I know when I get in overwhelm and anxiety and stress, it's like, I'm like, just like kinking the hose and keeping the flow and without a doubt, because I sit back and go, yeah, I've been through hard times. I've bit like, I've gone through things and had to figure stuff out, but allowing it to happen, it, I mean, it is, it is like even, even my own podcast, I was like, well, like, why am I doing it? And then I decided I just wanted to up level the the conversations I had. And I truthfully made it because it's like, well, I can buy some friends for like an hour because if someone, you know, they're going to say yes to my podcast. And so I get to feed off their energy because I want to be around people that are doing things because that raises my energy and and I see what's possible in life. And they're like my community, my friends, right? Like we're all becoming these friends, which is so epic. But I just think that it is it is scarily easy when you when you let that. And I think my my learning right now and you're so masterful at this is like how to really help people. Like I just want to say, "Ah, I just want to shake them. I just want to yeah. slap them and say just go because that's my personality. Like I just did it." So unpacking the reason why other people can't is a neat place I'm in right now to be like, "Okay, like We've got some work to do and there's different elements of upbringing and all that jazz. But when you can just let it. And I think that in our life, we've been we've been brought up, especially in our 40s, that success is hard, that, you know, getting into uh, a fit body is hard, that, um, you know, it's hard to be a parent. It's hard to be at this. like my relationship with my three teenagers is so fucking epic right now. I'm literally like look at myself in the mirror and say, you fucking won an award because my kids, I, I, and I, because I'm allowing it to be easy. But I used to say, if it's been my daughter caught me on this, because I still cuddle my kids. They're 14, 16 and 17. I still cuddle them at night and they, I hug them and I kiss them and I love them. And I would get in bed with my daughter and I'd say, okay, I'm going to enjoy this while I can because you're going to hate me. Like this is at like 11, 12, 13. You're going to hate me when you're a teenager, right? And she finally said, mom, you're the person that always says what you think about, you bring about. So I'm not going to hate you. We're not going to have that relationship. Stop saying it. And I was like, you're so right. And yeah. she just, she's like my best friend, which is bedonkers. But so that's easy when you allow it to be. Isn't it amazing that your like daughter, your young daughter picked up on the fact that you were projecting? <laughs> totally. Like, is she actually 70 in there? Like what's going she on? She actually most... is. She is 70. <laughs> most people don't even recognize that, but that's the thing. But we do that with everything. We literally project. It's like, I heard somebody the other day, one of my clients was doing a video. He's like, you know, there's actually only four seasons. Flu season is not a season because we project, right? The media is like flu season's coming. You're all going to get the flu. And then all of a sudden everybody starts believing and projecting. I remember working in the corporate office and one person would be sick. And then everybody else would be sitting there going, oh, I'm going to get sick. And I would just look at them and be like, well, now you are. Because you just created that reality. Mm -hmm. Oh, love that. This is like, it's so true. So what, 
advice do you have for people or entrepreneurs in general who are trying to build a business, trying to perform at higher levels, but they're feeling burnt out or frustrated or even just scared? Mm. I think that I'm very grateful that I started my entrepreneurial journey before social media was what it is now because I only had a few people that I could tap into for inspiration and not spend my days in comparison and with everything changing, like as soon as you fit, like I built my website, it was so ugly. I made a PayPal link. I like took the emails and copied them and pasted them into a Facebook group. I didn't have email lists or freaking funnels and all that jazz. And as I started adding all that stuff, my business actually declined because my energy went into all this stuff that I thought I needed to have instead of serving the people in the way I was supposed to serve. And so I would just say what I know for a fact and the things I would hear from people that were ahead of me and whatever they were doing was always like your voice needs to be heard. It doesn't matter if you're doing the same meal plan. It doesn't matter if you're speaking about the same thing. It doesn't matter. Like you and I are the exact same human and we say like exact same words and we're like, but we're completely different and completely the same and therefore it resonates. And so I just, I just want people to, to leap and fear without a doubt, but the longer you stay in inaction, the longer you get ready to get ready, the more that fear is going to grow, the more the freaking lizard shit's going to start talking in your head. And all of those voices that say you can't do it are going to take over. So, you know, you talk a lot about and um, in the podcast we did together is that acting as if and being as if and like, just like who, who are you going to be when you have a hundred clients or 10, 10 one-on-one clients? Like, who are you going to be? How are you going to act? How are your, what are your emails going to look like? And just start doing that. And like the fear is a, it's a liar. The fear is a liar. Somebody needs you and stop thinking about freaking 10 K months and hundred K months and stop looking at the people that are posting about that. Cause I freaking guarantee 98% of that is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ask them to show you your bank account. I'll show you my bank account. I'm not going to ever lie about the money I make. I'll freaking show you my bank account. So if somebody's saying something and you're like, Oh my God, I wish I could have it. Ask them to see their bank account. And if they say no, mm, I would unfollow them because mm. it's BS. And so like, just go for whatever that is and figure it out as you go, but stop trying to have hundred thousand followers and 10 K months. And uh, it's, it's social media is changing. So just be you do you serve your person, your people. And, and that will show you the way. Yeah. Oh man. It's so true. And it's funny too, because when we get in this comparison mode, the only thing that that does is fuck with our heads. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. don't, just don't do it. And I love what you're saying too about the people who are constantly talking about their 10K months, I had a 20K month, I had a 50K month. Okay, first of all, if you guys are trying to make more money, if you're trying to change your money mindset, you have to stop looking at it as income. And I'm using air quotes there. Mm-hmm. You have to start looking at it as impact. The mm, bigger the mm. impact that you're making on the world and on the people, the more financially abundant you're going to be because it's all about the energy exchange. So let go of the whole, I need to have a 50K month. Ugh. Totally agree with you. <laughs> yeah. I just look at some of those people and I had to take a step back at first because I was looking at them and I'm like, 
Well, are you coming from a place of judgment because mm. you're jealous of them? Or are you coming from a place of judgment because a lot of those people are not actually working from alignment, from integrity? So they're teaching people smarmy ways to make money. And for me, that was the issue because I had a fear of judgment for a really long time that people were just going to think, oh, well, it's just about the money. Oh, well... She's just in it for the money. It's not. I'm in it to make a huge impact, just like you are. Yeah. Our, our impact is shaking people all around the yeah. world. <laughs> We're to throw them up against the wall yeah. as they come to our retreat. Right. <laughs> Nobody's going to come to the retreat now because yes, they're they all going to be like, No, they <laughs> are. They want, they want to be. That's the thing. People, they want to be shaken. They yeah, do. they really do. I want to go back. With love. Of the, yeah, of course. <laughs> I want to go back to the trust and the following the flow. So for you, and you even said it's like a gut feeling. What is the feeling that you get in your body? That's like your yes response. It says, yes, we're supposed to be doing this. Mm. Butterflies and goosebumps. Mm. And just a, just a feeling. It's just a feeling. So you feel light. Yeah. I was just going to say light. Love it. And what's like, your no no feeling? Is your no no feeling like wanting to throw up on yourself? <laughs> my it's just heavy. It's yeah. more just like, yeah, like my head starts to hurt. It feels like a weight on my shoulders. Yeah. Just feels heavy. And that's so important for all of you guys listening to this is we all have a yes and no response. Just ask yourself and you you know what it is. You just don't pay attention. It's like when you walk into a room and there's somebody in the room whose energy does not resonate with you, you get that heavy, like, ugh, feeling, mm. and you just want to leave. So start paying attention to that. It's really, really important. Another way to do that, I just had the thought of, is when you go, like, shopping, and, you know, like, I used to be a person that would, like, solo shop. Like, I don't need your help. I know what I like. And then I started to, like, open up to, like, help, because I don't know what that thing hanging on the rack looks like, really, right? And so, you know, when people, if you ever do that, and people come out and they're like, oh, how about this? And you're like, oh, no. And you're like, no, that's not me, whatever. And then they bring a thing and you're like, oh. So it's like same kind of feeling. Like, like, oh, no, I don't want that. Or, whoo, same Mm -hmm. feeling. I love that analogy too, because what's interesting about that is, you guys, you need to get curious about things. You need to start seeing possibilities and not just limitations. Because I know, and, and I just had this shopping experience I was in the store and I brought someone with me. She's pretty much a stylist. She was picking stuff out and I was just like, I would never pick that for myself. Mm -hmm. But it gave me a warm feeling. And so I tried it on. I'm like, I would never wear this color. I put it on. I'm like, oh my God, it looks so good. (laughs) So get curious. Allow yourself to experience new things. Oh, I love it. So as a high performer, are there any daily rituals that you, that are like a must for you? Yeah, I get up right away. I spend like a minute just kind of visualizing the day and uh, just thinking amazing thoughts. And then I um, I, I do journal. I've, I got to get a little bit better at it. I mentally journal, um, but I do need to kind of pen to paper a little bit more. But I always get to the gym. I do about 30 minutes of weightlifting and then some cardio. Um, and then I come home. I have my amazing superfood shake and I spend a little bit of time just breathing and uh, thinking before the kids get up. And so that is a non-negotiable. 
Um, I listen to a ton of podcasts. So I, I have some like things that I always do, but they might be sporadic. I do um, at least 80% of the time put my phone on airplane mode. I don't start doing any work. Um, I'll listen to podcasts and things like that um, before I do anything. And then I just, but the, the workout, the exercise has to happen. And then just the happy thoughts, like the set, the intentions for the day, you know, mantra kind of stuff. And then that's it. Love it. It's so yeah. important too. I think just even just moving your body. Like I know for me, if I don't get out on the trail with my dog, I'm basically a crazy person for the day. Like I just need yeah. to ground myself in nature. And I want to just mention on that because I, I, I remember, you know, listening to podcasts, reading the books, you know, the three hour morning and the like all of these things. Right. And I'm like, so you think I've got to do all of them. I, I need to meditate for five minutes and I need to work out for an hour and a half. And then I have to journal and I have to have 10 minutes of personal development book. And then I have to, you know, bow to the gods and then I have to do this. And then I have to have my lemon water. I do have lemon water. And then I have, and I used to be like trying to do all of them because that was me. Like if it wasn't all, then it wasn't good enough. And then I started being like, well, whatever. Like I, I like, it's all good. As long as you do something, you start getting into a routine, you start paying attention to what feels like. I love getting up early when nobody's up. I just, ah, I just love it. I, yeah, I love it. Too. I, I just love it. And so I, I don't know. So whatever it is, just start doing something, start adding something. But exercise to me has to happen first thing in the morning because life will happen. Kids will happen. Somebody will need something and then I'll be really angry. So I just get that done in the morning. I'm actually really excited that you just brought all that stuff up because it's true. And especially when I started working for myself full time, I went through this really weird, I don't, I don't even know what to call it. I guess I was trying to just figure out one who I was, but also like, what's my thing. Mm. And I remember I was like, well, I want to meditate in the morning. I want to do this in the morning. I want to do that in the morning. And then I was like, I don't actually want to do this in the morning because I do it at night. Why would mm. I switch that? <laughs> like there's just yeah. a really weird, uh, it was almost like inner judgment. I was judging myself because I was like, well, now that I'm a full-time entrepreneur, I've got to be doing all of the stuff. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't have to do all of the stuff. Just and figure do. out what feels good for you in it and just do it throughout the day. Like, yeah. so if, like if you have some non-negotiables, whenever they fit in, like I'm, I'm like get better at calendar management, but I am a shit show of all of the stuff that you're supposed to do to be successful. <laughs> and mine is like a little pieces of mishmashed, whatever, but I know the things that I need to do in a day that make me feel better. Whenever they happen, I don't care. Who cares? Who's judging me? The freaking morning miracle message fairy? <laughs> no. So just find the things that make you feel good and do more of those whenever. Yeah. That's so important. We just all get in our heads and we do these weird things and we have this weird dance with ourselves. Yeah. Just that's like some of the best advice there. Just find what feels good for you and fucking do it. Yeah. Do more of it. That's all we're asking you to do. <laughs> So looking back, is there anything that you wish you had known when you started out on this new path? Like back then, do you wish you would have known something that you know now? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't really, cause I don't, I know without a doubt, I wouldn't be me without all the steps. So I, I really can't. It's an interesting, like, you know, like what I, no, I, I, I couldn't change. I couldn't. 
because I think if I had known something, I might I would have made a different pivot and that wouldn't have brought me to where I am now. I love asking people that. And I find that the high performers, the ones who are working from alignment, the ones who are working from integrity, we all have the same answer. It's like, no, mm-hmm. everything has brought me to this point. Just gives me goosebumps. Goose, too. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. So what are some of the things you're passionate about right now? It could be career, it could be life. Mm. You know what? I'm on a really interesting vortex right now. Maybe it's because I turned 49 and I'm making a list of like 50 things to do before I'm 50. I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, life is going so fast. So I think about like time wasted in bullshit, like for myself, not about like, and so I'm passionate about um, showing, I'm super passionate about um, educating people about network marketing, to be honest, and how it's not uh, potentially the douchey thing that it, you might think it is. And, and, you know, and that's okay. Uh, you know, every industry has some highs and some lows. Um, so I'm really passionate about educating, especially entre- entrepreneurs about um, residual income and other income streams to fund their dreams. So that's one of my real big passions. I believe I'm meant to do that. I kind of went away from it and like, hey, let look at Carol. I'll, I'll get you to love me and then I'll tell you I'm a network marketer. And now I'm like, no, I, I'm a network marketer and you're going to say, wow, I never knew network marketing like Carol does it. So that's one of my recent, like, just like coming out of the closet. I'm a network marketer. <laughs> and you're going to love me. And you're not going to be scared and it'll be okay. Um, and then time, like really time. I really am like, and I was just saying to you, like I get my legs waxed and the, I go to wax on and I had wax on Lexi on my podcast a while ago. It's a great, great, um, establishment, super hot, amazing wax bar. And I book every four weeks. And I said to my girl yesterday, you know, what's redonkulous? Like, uh, I come see you every four weeks. So 12 times and a year has gone by and I'm just getting really hypersensitive about time and meaning like, like, what do I, like, what do I need? Like my son, my eldest is about to go to university. Like, no, what? (laughs) So how do I spend more time? How do I do more things? So family unit, um, really passionate about embracing the time with them. And then just, just following what feels good, putting myself in other, um, situations, being around other women on entrepreneurs. And, and really there's a movement of love and positivity and community. And so if you're listening to this and you want to do something, and I know if you're listening to Brenda, you do, then just stop waiting because those months are going by, the weeks are going by, the freaking years are going by. And we hear it all the time. We always hear that whole concept of, oh, you don't want to be in your deathbed regretting. And like, I know I spent years like, yeah, yeah, I get it. And now I'm like, fuck, no. I don't, what, what am I going to regret that my newsfeed didn't look freaking great, that I missed a white square? Like that's, we get stuck in that part. Like I don't have any many followers. I didn't get that many likes. Like I spent time there and then I was like, what the F am I doing? So I just am kind of passionate about being that little engine to spread that out and then hope, you know, more people that need to hear it, then then that'll be the right person and time that they need to hear it. I'm passionate about a fucking lot of things. I'm passionate about you. I'm passionate <laughs> about shaking people. And I'm passionate about our retreat that just came into fruition magically. And the more I keep saying it, the more we can't not do it. So that's why I keep saying that's it. That's why we can't, we, hey, what's that rule? If you put it on social media, it's real. I think we did that. So, <laughs> but it's true though. It. Like I just, and I, yeah, like you're so passionate 
and I'm so passionate and we keep attracting all of these other passionate people. And I feel like as time goes on, like more and more people are going to wake up and more and more people are going to be like, yeah, I want to have like this, this awesome life because guys, you can have the awesome life. You, you can. Mm-hmm. Like you- an awesome life does not mean a body that looks like no. An awesome mm-hmm. life does not mean 5k months, 10k months, a hundred grand. It, it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have, it, that comes as a result of, of feeling good. I promise you that yeah. the income that I'm making is, it's, it's stupid, but I get why. And it's all about serving others, which is what you're doing too. And don't feel bad about making money, helping people, but don't, the happiness doesn't come from those things. So just Keep listening to Brenda and tap into what makes you freaking happy and just do more of that, like I said, because the other things are going to come. They're going to come. They do. I like to say it's a side effect. The money is a side effect. It, it, It is. And everything you do, like when you're creating from your heart, when you're creating from a place of ease and helping people with ease, like everything just falls into place. It's so hard to explain until you experience it. Cause that goes back to the, it just feels so easy because it is. That's why we want to slap you and shake you. Yeah, it's true. We want to slap the shit out of you, actually. <laughs> Join us in June or whenever <laughs> at the slap the shit out of your face retreat. Fabulous 40s though. Cause that are fierce, yes. fierce of 40. Fierce. I don't know. We named it. I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But I hope that like, and that's why I love being able to connect with you and being able to connect with other people, but especially because we are in our 40s, you don't have to be a young person to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to be young to start over. You just start. Just take one step. That's all we're asking you to do. People need to hear you. Yeah, like just step out. And I remember going through and going, well, why would anybody listen to me? What do I have to say? Oh my God, you all have so much to say everybody's story and I didn't realize until I started talking about how for most of my adult life I spent it in debt I never talked about that shit because it was embarrassing the moment I started talking about that and how I shifted it and how I got out of that people were like oh I can totally relate to that I didn't know that you went through that so you could be going through a relationship thing you could be going through whatever just talk just be Mm -hmm. you I have one last question for you because I ask this of all my guests. What does living a limitless life mean to you? Mm. The ability to design your days and to understand that what you were put on this earth, the remarkable ability to have been born as who you are in the body you are in the area that you are with the parents that you have and the siblings and for a reason, the lessons that you've learned or are learning and will continue to learn um, are for a reason. And it just has that warm, fuzzy goosebumps, like more goosebumps, more warm fuzzies, more smiles, more laughter um, than, than the other side. And so being limitless just allows you to just feel life and embrace it. Mm, Love that. So where's the best place for people to find you? You can find me um, on Instagram, I guess, really, at Carol Elizabeth Lifestyle. 
um, that's really where I am more. And then my website and all my podcasts and all those linky do's are uh, available from Instagram. So I would say that. And I'll link everything up in the show notes so people have an easy time finding you. Thank you so much for being here with me. I really appreciate your time. And just I appreciate you as a human being because you're Mm. amazing. So thank you. Ditto, baby. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Beg me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button.